0: episode 52. Woo! (laughs) Full year of the pod. Exciting stuff.
1: Yeah, what's been your favorite moment of the past year?
0: Moment of the past year. Wow. I guess I have to say getting engaged, right? I mean, I think that's the, the correct response here.
1: I was, like, meaning, like, in the, like, realm of pod, but, like, oh, that's, my that's bad. cool, too. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I
0: misinterpreted the question. Okay, um, let's see, in the realm of podcasting, um, I don't know, man, I think, like, probably going to CrimeCon together, I mean, I know that's not directly related to, like, our podcast, but it was, like, very pod-adjacent, I feel like, so I would say that.
1: I was just happy that I got to make you watch Fargo. And that was like very thrilling to me.
0: Well, I'm upset that that's your highlight. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you're just torturing me. And I, I feel like you take great joy in that. And I don't love it. Um, Well, cool. Yeah, so I watched Fargo. We went to CrimeCon. I got engaged. Um, Apparently, all these things are roughly equal in your mind. So that's they great. Are, that's honestly, fun.
1: <laughs> Let's say Fargo first, Carpon second, and then what was the third thing? I don't remember exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, good, good. I'm glad I know where your priorities are. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Um, yeah, I just can't believe we've been doing this for a year. It's wild. So much has happened.
1: Yeah, like we were literally so bored last year that that's what like came about. And now like we're free to the world and like can go lick like lamp poles and like stuff. So it's really been great.
0: Yeah, I mean, thrilling times ahead for sure. Um, It's, it is wild to think that a year ago we were like deep in the throes of a pandemic and now we're like more or less normal-ish again. Like it's pretty crazy. I mean, California is like fully reopened now. And that was like kind of like, I feel like the final frontier of like getting over the pandemic cuz you know California was going to do everything last. So, um but now everything's like normal here, it's wild. Although I still feel like some guilt about masks. Like I go in places and like I read the signs really carefully cuz like individual stores and stuff can still like have their own rules or whatever. Like if they want, they can politely request that you like still wear a mask. Um I mean if you say no, like I feel like they can't really Force you, like they're not really going to do anything. But I mean, if you're like not a dick, you're like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'll put on a mask. But like, I went into Whole Foods the other night and I was like, I read the sign on the door and it was like, okay, yeah, in accordance with like the California and CDC guidelines and stuff. Like, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, cool, cool, yeah, just like everywhere else. So like, I'm walking in, I look around the store, literally, like about five minutes into my shopping trip, I'm the only one not wearing a mask in the entire store. And I was like, am I a dick? Like, so then I like awkwardly, luckily I had one like in my pocket, so I like awkwardly like put on my mask. I was like, okay, fuck me. I'll just, (laughs) I'll just give into like some social pressure here. (laughs) I don't know. It was, it's, it's still a little, uh, little awkward here I'm still not like entirely used to it but
1: your experience is the exact opposite of mine In that like there's not a place I go to or like someone wears a mask which is kind of funny because Missouri I believe is like under 40 percent like vaccination rate so like I know like
0: yeah (laughs) most
1: of those people there are not vaccinated so yeah I
0: feel like California is like freaking like 80% or something. I mean, like we're super high like, cases aren't spreading here. And still people are like, I don't know if I should take my mask off, like, which I get. It's like, we've been told this thing for like a year and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, all good. And you're like, wait, really? Is it though? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So still getting used to it, but yeah, it's wild. I mean, a year later we're like, here we are flying on yeah. planes. Going places, touching stuff, not using copious going amounts of hand sex sanitizer, clubs. <laughs> sex clubs are ready to roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, they've been rolling for a while. I, I have not been, but I, I've seen the updates and yeah, they haven't stopped really.
0: <laughs> Business as usual. <laughs>
1: I think- I've think been going on since like we've been recording, honestly. I think it's been a whole year of just about...
0: Are they considered an essential service? (laughs) I mean, people
1: got to get it out somehow, so you know.
0: (laughs) Maybe for some. (laughs) Oh, man. Awesome. Well, we have a lot to unpack today. So, shall we we go go ahead and get into our stories?
1: Yeah, let's go. I think you're first, right?
0: Yeah, I'm first. Let's rock and roll. All right. So, this first one is short, but this is the one I was like laughing to myself about before we started recording, just, just because of one line in it. I think it's beautiful. You'll know it when you hear it. Okay. The title is Ash Street Mist Connection and Ash Street is a, a street in San Diego. Saw you at the rooftop oh, really? bar at the cart and cart spelled C-A-R-T-E, which I guess is maybe like a building or a hotel or something. I don't know.
1: Or it's all a cart.
0: the cart (laughs) they were at a buffet (laughs) they were at the golden corral (laughs) okay saw you at a rooftop bar at the cart you were thick and arousing (laughs) staying oh it is a hotel staying at hotel sorry i missed speaking to you before you left would appreciate some company now
1: oh okay then
0: so the line I obviously loved was thick and arousing. <laughs> I want someone to describe me as thick and arousing, like a total stranger. That's an amazing descriptor.
1: That's pretty good, actually. No, it's not, I love it. It's not bad. It's like a little bit like I didn't really ask for it, but like at the same time, I'm not complaining about it.
0: Somehow it's like unique enough that it's like less offensive than other things, I feel like. I don't know, because like. If someone said that to me I would just kind of have to like give them credit for being like a little creative I'd be like all right you know they're not just like hey hot stuff or whatever you are thick and arousing And I'm like that's specific and I like it <laughs>
1: it's better than just like nice tits and you're like yeah great, yeah thanks. I mean
0: have some originality so yeah I mean I liked it I'm into it I am too it's
1: good for yeah, him maybe she stopped by his room a la carte
0: I hope so <laughs> She's thick and arousing, and it's all a card. <laughs> oh, man. All right.
1: All right. This was at the Home Depot yesterday. Hot. Hot. <laughs> I was at the Home Depot yesterday. Oh, you don't say. Around 4 p.m., and I was looking at my doors for my hallway. Honestly, it was a special door.
0: <laughs> what the fuck's a special door? <laughs> like, <laughs> As opposed to a normal door? Like, yeah. like i swear special i read this door. before but
1: like for whatever reason the special door really hit me like i, I don't is know it,
0: uh, is it like the wardrobe door to narnia like what's special about it
1: maybe, maybe i don't know like and he, why did he, he feel really the was, need like, to include that store?
0: detail like why I did he feel know. the need to say that
1: all right let's get to the meeting anyhow you were the white guy who approached me and said installing a new door question mark I stated, I think so. Okay, think so? You're either installing a door or you're you not. You just like...
0: said it was a special door. What do you mean you think so? You clearly know so. You said it was special. <laughs> Don't play dumb. You know what you, you said. Like,
1: <laughs> You asked me, do I need any help with it? And I said, maybe. You said I would help you with the door or anything else you needed. I started laughing and said, okay. You asked me my name and I said, Mark. You said your name was Mike and you would give me your number, but then my phone rang and I had to answer the phone and I walked away. Didn't see you again, but I got the feeling you were flirting with me. Oh, really? No shit, which is cool as I like being both men and women. If you happen to see this post, please tell me what color t-shirt I was wearing. Yes, I need some help with the door, but not in the way you think, but I'm pretty sure you would like it.
0: But not in the way you would think? Are they gonna is... bone on the door?
1: It's like, she... like the Titanic where you're like, King
0: yes!
1: like He's just yes! behind, like, yeah.
0: He's like, yes! <laughs> yes. She has an elaborate Titanic role play setup. That's what she needs help with with the door, but not in the way that he thinks. No, so no, the, it's, like, it's the two way. Wait, what?
1: Yeah, Mark I and thought... Mike.
0: Oh my god, I thought it was a girl posting the whole time.
1: Nah, it's a oh dude. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: Okay, amazing. <laughs> Wait, so which one said that they go both ways? The one posting about the door?
1: Yeah, the one posting said he's into men and women.
0: Okay. And do we think that the guy who approached him at Home Depot was, like, definitely, like, like openly gay?
1: I think so. I mean, he said, like, I want to help you with the door. And he was going to give him his number. Like people don't do that at Home Depot.
0: No, I mean, not unless you're like a very kindly like dad figure. Who's like, what you working on today, champ? You know, That's like a very specific vibe and you know it when you see it at Home Depot, but like otherwise no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean like even the workers at Home Depot are just like oh, like what do you need but like kind of fuck you. Like they don't really like exuberate yeah. help in any meaningful way.
0: No, I mean they are helpful but like they're not going to be nice about it. Like they're super helpful but in like a very gruff way. Yeah. Yeah i mean i appreciate that like they're just here to do their job ma'am like don't get crazy but like i get it you know you work at home depot but um no people don't do that you're so right so i was actually
1: kind of excited because that actually seems like a missed connection too like that's that's like a true missed
0: connection in like the classic sense like we hey we kind of had this connection but like i should have like acted on it or whatever yeah i love that classic beautiful Special no, I, like it. I hope I hope they
1: fuck on that door, honestly. That's that's what I want. I hope
0: they have a full Titanic reenactment. I'm ready. I honestly I'm... don't want them to fuck. I want there to be no fucking, but I want them, one, to be hanging off of the door and the other laying on the door. And then they just talk quietly to each other. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready.
1: Are you, you need to re- write the, like, full Tina Belcher, like, fan fiction. Oh, my like...
0: God. Erotic fan fiction about this plot. Yeah. Love it. We should have a segment where we start writing our own erotic friend fiction and read it on the pod, actually. I think this would be gold.
1: Yeah, but it's got to be about the story. Like I'll do that like Yoda pogo stick girl. Like... Yeah,
0: it has to be about stories, real stories we've read in the past. I, you're so right. Okay. Watch for that in a future upcoming segment. Um, get excited, people. Um, all right. So my next one is titled, Howdy, Neighbor.
1: <laughs> it's very was this in
0: california <laughs> yeah but it's in lakeside which is kind of like inland out in the boonies a little bit so i get why it's howdy neighbor but i the title alone just had me i was like i'm reading this one i don't even care what else is in it so it goes hello i have spoken with you a couple of times now you are super cute funny and a bit edgy your name is tony i gave you something the first time we met and we chatted in the laundry room today this is a very long shot, but I do hope to hear from you. If this is Tony, and you are interested, message me back, and please send photos so I know it's really you.
1: OK, like we've had quite a few laundromats, and I, I don't understand. There's it, like... so
0: many erotic vibes happening in laundry rooms. Laundry rooms, laundromats. It's, it, it's literally hot and figuratively hot, apparently. I don't know. I just think that, like, doing laundry is, like, the least sexy thing you can be doing.
1: That's what what I thought, too. I was like, why is it always laundry mats? Like, they're so, like, it's just, like, you have, like, one singular focus of, I need to get my chore done. It's like doing dishes. It's it's like if someone, like, walked by you doing dishes, and you're just, they're like, I want to fuck, and you're like, dude, I'm doing dishes. Like, sorry, excuse you.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you for saying that because, like, I have this thing where, like, if Andrew, like, even remotely comes near me when i'm like loading the dishwasher i am like can you get out of here like i i cannot deal like if i'm doing like a chore like in the kitchen and he tries to like enter the kitchen in any way i'm like can you wait a second like I, I, like i like i just want to be left alone to like do my heinous task and just like be done with it you know like so i i don't understand these people who are like wow these chores i'm doing super sexy. Like also laundry rooms are always just so gross. Like if you're in a laundromat, like a public one, like there's too much going on there. Gross. If you're in like, you know, if you're in like an apartment building one or something, it's always like in the basement, like you think you're going to get murdered. There's always like that one sketchy high up window propped open, but it's still like balls hot because of all the dryers running. And like, there's just coins everywhere and money is dirty like so I just I ew I don't know I don't know man I don't like it
1: I don't like it at all it's always like slightly too hot and it's never good there was a funny Chappelle show where it's like how like slow motion motion makes everything look better. And there's one in like in a laundromat and they share like it in real time it just looks like kind of shitty. And then like slow mo happens and it's like, uh yeah, like it's like full like porno type shit. And oh it's like, ah, no. oh, it's great. <laughs>
0: oh no, no, I don't think anything can save laundry rooms for me. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with all these erotic vibes, but I mean
1: Maybe I it's... hope
0: Tony responds to this post.
1: I do too. Maybe it's too many videos of like the stepsister being caught in the uh dryer.
0: <laughs> help i'm stuck <laughs> um,
1: dryer my hand won't come out
0: stop sister what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that's never get <good> old
1: <laughs> they're really funny honestly like it's
0: uh, I'm not I'm even like s- they're not sexy they're, they're just, they're just hilarious i know <laughs> The stepsister, what are you doing or the one where they're like stuck like in a mattress somehow
1: <laughs> <laughs> i also <laughs> like the ones where like they're so horny they're at the like dinner table with everyone and she just like goes under the table and starts blowing them and i'm just like do other people not realize what's going on oh here? Oh, my God. Like...
0: So funny you say that because I was literally watching Wedding Crashers last night because it's a fantastic movie and I haven't watched it in forever. It's a good movie. So good. Haven't watched it in forever. It's on HBO Max, if anyone's wondering. Me and Andrew were watching it last night and the scene at the dinner table where she's, like, she's like jerking off Vince Vaughn, like, under the table at, like, the senator's, like, fancy dinner or whatever. <laughs> like classic so good <laughs> but I love those scenes because it's like this would never work in real life like what the hell are you even doing obviously everyone knows what's going on here
1: <laughs> right
0: but good. I mean, so like,
1: by like the jer- jerky arm motion in general like you can't hide that
0: she's like very clearly like reaching over yeah it's like oh still though classic cinema that that movie is still fantastic me and Andrew we're marveling at how it's still just like so good it really hasn't aged like at all like some of like it because some comedies like you're like ooh, you wouldn't get away with saying that now and there's like some stuff where you're like oh that was funny like 10 years ago it's not really great now but like this really holds up like the the movie's still hilarious the Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson like banter is just so on point like the writing is so good the stuff they say is honestly just like their little chatter back and forth is like hilarious. So yeah, and that I argue.
1: Watch, actually, the Will Ferrell cameo might be one of the best cameos of all time. Honestly, so like, the Chad good. guy he plays is Chad, so funny. Yes. Yeah,
0: so good. Hey, mom, the meatloaf. Oh, the meatloaf. Yeah, no. <laughs> like comedy gold like,
1: <laughs> there's just at the funeral it's just like hitting on the shit. funeral
0: crashers I know when they're like wait we've gone too far like <laughs> that is such a good movie and also there's some stuff in that movie that I didn't realize like was from that movie like you just don't think about it being from that movie because it's just like such a normal part of like vocabulary and stuff but like the stage five clinger thing that yeah. is something that like I feel like I've said so many times and I feel like people say that it's just like a phrase and like it's from that movie originally like like we got stage five clinger, clinger virgin. <laughs> so so good Oh man. Uh, Sorry for my little side story. Anyway,
1: (laughs) you're good. I got a wholesome one. I'm ready. So this person fucked up by talking to a cute girl at the gym. So this one happened this morning. I figured at least one person might get a kick out of this. First off I have social anxiety and it's especially bad when talking to girls Uh, a thousand times worse when I find them attractive. I recently got into extremely good shape. Not only have I noticed I've gotten treated differently but sometimes girls will actually take notice of me. So I was finishing my run on the treadmill and I started to warm down and finish my run with a small walk. And inevitably at one point I looked over and made eye contact with a cute girl, two machines down being naturally nervous. I smiled and looked away straight after a moment passed and she cleaned her machine off and stood on the treadmill next to me, gesturing at my earbuds, I took them off. And she point, she proceeded to ask what kind of headphones they were. Everything went really downhill from here. After about 30 seconds of small talk, I could feel my anxiety setting to every part of my body. It took about another 30 seconds before I could no longer walk and talk at the same time. My body decided the walking part was the issue here and not me awkwardly trying to form coherent sentences that didn't make me sound like a clueless idiot who had never social interactions before. Not even a moment later, I effortlessly glided off the treadmill, landing on the ground behind me, now looking at this girl <laughs> glancing down at me like seven heads. I'm sorry if I'm bothering you. I just, before she finished her sentence, I said, I don't know how to do this and quickly walked off without looking back. Treadmill still going. <laughs> Favorite water bottle left behind. I spent a good 20 minutes in my car trying to process what happened.
0: <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I'm sorry. Oh my God, my heart. <laughs> uh, that's me in like so many situations in life though. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I'm sorry. It just runs away oh my god it's so. we've all been there we've all been there
1: (laughs) so his conclusion was that he needed to swap jim's asap um but yeah someone said well maybe she's got your water bottle so like maybe if you cut right into her again like you guys can like talk about it and uh he's gonna go back to the gym so we haven't heard back if he actually like met up with her again but it was kind of cute and i love it so there we go (laughs)
0: oh that's really sweet and (laughs) adorable
1: i hope they get married because i love it
0: (laughs) i know if she now she needs to post a misconnection that's like hey i have your water bottle from the gym
1: (laughs) you landed on your face and ran away
0: (laughs) yep really need to bring this full circle wow i love that we could write some uh friend fiction about that
1: Mm -hmm, mm-hmm
0: awesome all right so my last one is titled hippie chick from solana beach which i'm gonna tell you right now solana beach is all hippie chicks like that does not narrow it down at all so just this is
1: descriptor narrowed down any or
0: uh let's get into it but i just wanted to give that disclaimer (laughs) you were my neighbor in solana beach you played tennis were inherently taken care of were artsy spent a lot of time in Hawaii, and were beautiful both inside and in spirit. We used to spend time in each other's apartments, listening to music, sharing art, getting mellow, dancing, and cuddling. You also met my girlfriend once. Whoops. If this is you, even if only in spirit, let's reestablish that missed connection. I don't
1: like all the spirit talk.
0: This is the most Solana Beach thing I have ever read. <laughs> like, so Solana Beach is absolutely, this This fits Solana Beach perfectly because it's absolutely a bunch of super rich people who like to like cosplay like hippies. Like that is Solana Beach in a nutshell. It's a super expensive area of San Diego, but you go there and everyone's like, hey man, like good vibes. Like. <laughs> it's yeah it's it's fantastic (laughs) so i love the inherently taken care of like okay aka she's like she's definitely like a housewife that doesn't work is what i'm saying like she just like she plays tennis and like goes to hawaii and stuff like yeah i mean that sounds about right for solana beach (laughs) but it sounds like basically they're like having an affair because he has a girlfriend but he says they were like dancing and cuddling and stuff
1: i also like that like he called her like a beautiful outside and a beautiful spirit if someone told me i had a beautiful spirit i'd probably punch him
0: that sounds like some shit that would happen in whole foods though yeah
1: i don't like it i
0: don't mm. like it at all no um but what does he mean let's re-establish the missed connection even if only in spirit what do you mean what do you <laughs> mean by that
1: maybe he's like spiritually reaching out to her i just... think he
0: is he's literally trying to send her good vibes like i think so
1: maybe he's gonna have a seance
0: oh my god take like a spooky turn i think that only works if they're dead
1: yeah probably i don't know if you could have like a real life seance you have
0: like a living seance maybe
1: we need to find out from jane i guess
0: we need to have jane back on the pod we have we have questions (laughs) awesome um so yeah that's that's my last one it I, I don't know, but I don't like all the spirit talk. You're you're so right. Mm-mm. No so
1: sense. this one's a great one to end on. I really like it. So it's a funny gyno appointment.
0: Oh, the best.
1: So this actually happened yesterday. I kept getting uh, this puffy tender spot between my P and my B after having sex.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so like you're like a lady grumble. taint. Yeah, yeah,
1: taint. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, So she went down a Google rabbit hole, herpes, cysts, hemorrhoids? It wasn't a polstrel or clustered, so I was pretty sure it wasn't any of those things, but it would start to shrink a little, then grow after particularly excessive days of intercourse. Just to be safe, I made an appointment with my gyno. She goes through all the basic questions before starting her poking and prodding. Eventually she stops and looks at me and asks, how often are you having sex? She raises her eyebrows when I say at least once a day, hey, we're enjoying the early stages of marriage. Then she asks if we engage in rough sex. And again, I say yes. Last, she tells me that this can happen from engaging in rougher sex with eyebrow wag, a well-endowed man. (laughs) (laughs) My insurance had recently changed and I have been seeing her for a while, but she was now out of network. They chose to not tell me that over the phone before my appointment, but whatever. So I had to pay out of pocket for the exam. And that, my friends, is how I paid $75 for my lady doctor to tell me that my husband is hung and I already knew that. Someone in the comment section there said, if I was your husband, I'd pay 150 to get that framed. <laughs> so like get the doctor <laughs> note framed.
0: Oh my god, right? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> appointment notes. <laughs> Patient complained, husband's dick too big. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah, she's okay. like a
1: best of, but she was like, I might like reach out and see if she could like write that down for me.
0: <laughs> it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, she's like, I just need this record for my um insurance. <laughs> no, no. If you could write like a detailed <laughs> diagnosis, that would be great. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, <sighs> that's it then. So we'll take a quick break. And when we get back, we have got like headlines on Headlines to get into, so
1: yeah, we got a lot.
0: Batten down the hatches, we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Sarah's personal petition to MTV to bring back all of their classic hits from the mid 2000s. I'm talking the next bus, I'm talking parental control. I mean, date my mom. Like, come on, these shows were classic. I need the next bus to roll up and I need it like yesterday. Just the opportunity to yell next at someone upon seeing their face. I mean, come on, this was TV gold, people. So MTV, bring it back right now. Use offer code casual and help me reach my goal. Thank you. and we're back and this episode we don't have like one major topic we just have a bunch of kind of like smaller headlines and such that i think we want to touch on because just i feel like a lot came out this past week where we were just like we need to talk about this on the pod so um we're just kind of going to go like rapid fire through these topics. Um, but first up, you have a follow up on Bill Gates that you forgot to share. So please enlighten us. I, and again, once again, I'm so sorry, Kim.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is like potentially worse. Not gonna lie. Uh, so oh, no. <laughs> so let me ask you, Sarah. Um, how do you feel about the Gates Foundation as a whole?
0: seems like a good thing you know seems great they've given a lot of money and resources to I don't know all over the world for I think like reproductive health and that sort of thing and vaccines and all that stuff so seems like a good thing cool yeah
1: I mean that's kind of the thing is like for like an organization that overall does charity it's hard to like you know like be too angry because it's like oh good you're doing like charity so that's nice Mm -hmm. Um, unless you're like the gates foundation in africa so Uh oh yeah so here's the thing the big problem with the gates foundation is uh really bill gates it's uh... (laughs) of
0: course (laughs) spoiler alert he's the root of the issue (laughs) because the problem
1: is like when you've got like lots of money and lots of power and you have like bad ideas no one really tells you that you're ideas are really shitty and stupid and dumb and like you shouldn't do them yeah yeah. that's kind of the crux of the issue here so like sarah like this is not a trick question how would you solve the aids crisis in africa like what's the easiest way to do this
0: um i would think educate people and like hand out condoms seems like a pretty good start
1: yeah i mean like i think it's very common sense.
0: I am not a I'm not a scientist. I don't claim to be. Um, I'm not a social researcher, or and I'm not in public health. But that would be just a, my guess, you know. Yeah, it makes I mean, sense.
1: <laughs> I think almost any human would agree that that'd be a great way to solve the AIDS crisis. And I like if we're doing like maths, um, it's actually worked pretty well. Like overall, like the like AIDS rates have gone down since the 80s because people got educated over condoms and people have been practicing safer sex and been better educated now would you say like circumcising everyone would be a great way to do that
0: i don't think that correlates with like aids transmission literally at all um so i'm gonna go no (laughs) well
1: that's bill gates's solution to
0: (laughs) the aids crisis in africa (laughs) oh no so like I'm oh no white. honey what is you doing
1: <laughs> I a, uh, i'm a am a white male as well so i have a problem like necessarily being the one to call bill gates's philosophy on how to handle the aids crisis racist um but i'm gonna let his actions speak for themselves he talks a lot about like how africa is going to like overpopulate the world not like you know like there's india which also has like very large population concerns and stuff like that but very africa specific and right and uh he seems very he seems very concerned with making sure that like black men in africa get circumcised for some reason and like you know like i'm circumcised i'm not like necessarily complaining about it However, to solve the AIDS crisis, I don't think that circumcision does anything. And uh, the other problem with it is it's actually increased the AIDS epidemic in those places because the people that they're circumcising think they don't have to wear condoms anymore because since they've gotten surgery, their dick is cured and they can have all the sex they want.
0: Oh, no. So, What, like... I mean, what, does he give any evidence to support why he thinks this will solve the AIDS crisis? Like, what does he say? I think
1: there was, like, some Yale study that they, like, said it might help. Like, and that's, like, the most thin evidence that this whole like thing is how? being based on. How? I don't know, because, like, it, theoretically it should not. Like, I don't it makes think that no there's a sense. huge difference between, like, us now.
0: No, it makes no sense.
1: That's like being like, yo, like women, you should like shave your bush because that'll help with like AIDS prevention. It's like, not right. nah, that doesn't do shit. Like,
0: <laughs> Right. No, that makes no sense. That's wild. Although, yeah. did you know that like scabies or like pubic lice or whatever, like has basically been like eradicated, be- at least in like the US because like no one has like pubes anymore. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I... I read something about that, that they're basically like, yeah, it's just like honestly like not really a thing that we see because like no one has enough pubic hair for them to like like thrive. It's, it's wild, but it's kind of funny. It's like a random just like, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you always hear about people getting them in like the 70s and shit, yeah. but like no one gets that now. Like that's like not a thing. Although there was a girl in my sorority in college who got it from this guy and then gave it to like three other guys. So hmm good for her Dang.
1: well that's a little <laughs> sad for me because like I'm very like a much a proponent of like full bush so like just saying like
0: which I don't understand but like good for you I'm glad glad there's guys out there who are into it
1: I just like don't know why we all like decide to like like have vaginas need to look like 12 year olds like it's like yeah like pubic hair is natural like whatever like it's not that big of a deal
0: I mean I agree but at the same time, I'm literally in the process of getting, like, laser hair removal right now. So, <laughs> no, because no, that's, the, I just don't, it, it, it's purely, like, a just saving time and convenience and irritation thing. Like, I just want to just, like, not think about it. Like, I want to so... just, I, just, I want to just, like, throw on, like, a bikini and just, like, not have to think about it. That's, that's my logic here.
1: I've actually meant to talk about it on the pod before, but I actually got a Lawnmower 3000.
0: Um, <laughs> the Lawnmower, like, and it's, so I don't know what version they're on right now, but yeah, they're fantastic, right?
1: They're really good. Uh, makes it a lot easier. I, like, had a scissor incident down there and... Uh, <laughs>
0: Your text was hilarious when that happened, by the way. Yeah. It hurt really bad. It hurt really, really bad. Of course, bad. Joe texts me. He's like, I've had a crisis. Something has happened. He, like, had a, he had a dick crisis. And the thing about
1: it, too, like, not to get, like, too gross,
0: but, like, it wouldn't stop bleeding either. I was like, "Fuck it." No, because there's me. so much blood flow down there. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, <laughs> all
1: right, I'm, I'm buying one now. Like, I'm finally did it but yeah it was actually worth it so. i'm telling
0: you they're it, we're not affiliated with them in any way but they're actually a san diego brand by the way i think i told you that but the brand is manscaped and they but it works for girls too it works for everyone they're fantastic and this it, it's like an electric tremor thing and it just like it you can literally like jam it into your skin and it won't cut you like it is absurd i don't yeah. know i don't understand the technology it's insane they game changer though um everyone should get one this thing's amazing so yeah again we're not sponsored we just like really like this brand so joe was joking about it because he'd heard the ads on podcasts and stuff and i was like no no like we own one it's amazing like you should get one so then you had your crisis and now here we are
1: (laughs) it was really painful (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) oh also another pod related thing too it wasn't my dick but um well that's
0: disappointing (laughs) (laughs) we don't want to hear about it
1: (laughs) i had an incident where i was like grilling jalapenos and i like touched my nose Mm. and like i had that happen where like uh, like my nose was like on fire like after like did you dip your
0: nose in milk
1: no i didn't do it i mean like i got over it eventually but i was like damn like i understand this pain now like poor people
0: wash your filthy hands people my god (laughs) all right so that's i guess our our bill gates um disappointing news for today so yeah
1: he's uh he wants black people to get circumcised so yay
0: great very very (laughs) cool bill gates very cool oh my god all right um so moving on from one horrible man to another Let's talk about fucking Britney Spears and her dad. <laughs>
1: Damn,
0: this is like, like here's Damn. the deal.
1: Like, we talked about Britney for a bit and, like, we knew it was sad. This, like,
0: Took it somehow, to like, level. it was
1: sadder and more depressing than I thought it was gonna it's be. You know, I
0: like, was Really, really upsetting. Like, it is uh... infuriating on so many levels. So, let's get into it. So, if you are a human in the world, you've surely seen the headlines that, um, Britney Spears finally um, spoke out and spoke publicly about her horrible conservatorship that she is in. Um, She had an official hearing in court where she gave a like 25 minute roughly um, speech, basically that she had prepared about exactly how bad her life has been for the past 13 years or however long she's been in the conservatorship and all the things that have happened to her, all the things that her dad has done and is basically begging to have her life back and it is like honestly soul crushing like uh, most of it were things that we suspected that were just confirmed and it was like that's really sad but it's all true like everything that people have been saying like is true and it's really sad there were a few things that came out that everyone was like holy shit the biggest one being I think the IUD thing because I think that like shook people to the core in like a whole different way Basically, she said, like, she has an IUD in that she that was basically forced into her. She didn't want it. They forced her to have an IUD implanted so that she couldn't get pregnant. And she's not allowed to remove it. And she wants to get married. She wants to have a baby. And she literally can't because of this. And it, there, it gets into a lot of things about reproductive coercion and people's reproductive rights taken away and a long history of women in this country being basically fucked when it comes to reproductive rights. But I think that hit a lot of people, especially women like really close to home because that's like something that is unfortunately common and is a very common trait of like abuse, reproductive coercion on any level, either being forced to not have kids or like being forced to have kids or just basically not having any say in your reproductive rights. And I think that was something that woke people up and were like, oh my gosh, this is really bad. Like, and it's so sad for her. I just feel so bad for her. Like she should be able to have a kid, another kid if she wants to, like she's a fully grown adult woman who has been working well, times for me. years. It's It's basically modern
1: slavery because they're more like, the reason they don't want her to is because they want her to keep working so everyone makes more money. Like, it's just like they need to keep her like churning out like Vegas shows and shit so they can just like get more rich off her. so they don't want her to have a kid because she won't be able to dance. Like, it's literally like that like stupidly simple and I hate it.
0: It's so sad. It's so sad. And she she herself compared her situation to basically being in sexual slavery.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's true. I mean, there's there's videos that have come out of her working, like of her performing when she said she had like a fever and all this stuff. I don't know if you saw that video, but it's really messed up. Um, she was like telling the audience like that she didn't feel well and like had a fever, but she was like there performing anyway. So she's been forced to work when she's sick. Um did you see the thing about him her dad like forcing her like forcing lithium on her as like punishment basically lithium, I that. it's insane like yeah like yeah. literally like he would use drugs like as punishment lithium's like the one of the strongest like drugs you can give people for like mental health issues and it's like it has to be really carefully controlled because, like, too much of it can kill you. Like, it's incredibly strong. There's a reason that, like, they don't really give it to people anymore except in, like, extreme circumstances. And he was just using it basically as, like, punishment. It's like, okay, cool. Like, that could have killed her. Like, it's insane. The stuff that was is happening to her. And I just, yeah, I can't get over it. It's so horrible. It's, like, worse than people even thought. But, yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see where the, the court case goes from here. But if she doesn't get out of this conservatorship after this, I think there's going to be like riots in the streets. Like I, I I can't imagine how this conservatorship could be upheld after her testimony of like what's been happening to her and just the public outcry. I mean, now that everyone knows the truth, it's like, how can you, how could a judge defend this conservatorship on any level?
1: Well, it's like, here's the thing. And like, conservatorships have just been like really like fundamentally flawed but i mean like the whole purpose of it is like the person who is the like being taken care of is like unable to make any decisions for themselves that's why they like need someone to like come in and help
0: it's for people who are like elderly and like dying basically like that's who it's for you're not supposed to be a grown adult in a conservatorship for 13 years
1: you're not supposed to be yeah like she clearly can make decisions for herself like this whole thing is stupid and the only reason she agreed to it is because like she wanted to have custody of her kids she wanted to see her kids yeah yeah
0: it's it's so sad and then i was reading some other articles about how this is kind of shining a light on like disability rights and advocating for them and basically saying that you know like consider like Brittany may have some mental health struggles or whatever but like that doesn't mean that she should have like her rights taken away and you know there's a difference no. between like having mental health struggles and having something that could be considered like a disability in that regard versus being like incapable of like caring for yourself you know so it's it is it, such a clear distinction here and it's just it, it's so frustrating and it, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the court case now
1: but did you see the uh, therapist thing where like she went to therapist and the therapist was just like she was just like i don't really want to work anymore i just like feel bad about it. And therapist is like you need to work like just like pushing her like the whole like message down her throat of like yeah you need to get out there and make everyone money basically
0: yeah i mean it doesn't surprise me at all because everyone who would have worked with Brittany would have been hired by like her dad and stuff mm-hmm. so i mean he's just pulling the strings on everything and it's absolutely insane and she was talking about how she wants to like sue her family and everything and i'm like yeah you should
1: yeah do it 100
0: i hope she gets to if she gets mm-hmm. out of this conservatorship she's like i want to sue my whole family and i'm like amazing awesome <laughs> um, yeah i
1: 100 percent agree with you
0: <laughs> yeah like you go girl oh my god so yeah so i i hope that something comes of this because otherwise I just don't I have no faith in anything honestly <laughs> oh man um okay next topic we're jumping to yet another horrible man um oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're back on the horrible men front we got Bill Gates we got Jamie Spears and now we've got Drake Bell
1: <laughs> dude like what's come on a
0: little blast from the past here
1: <laughs> i i watched like him whenever he was like on the amanda show like way back in the day i know like, uh... i know
0: he was on was he on all that as well or did he start on the amanda show i can't i remember. thought he was like
1: on amanda show and he might have been on all that too but i remember him like more from like amanda show because like him and uh like drake and josh were both like there
0: yeah yeah oh Drake and Josh okay um so let's get into this he's been charged with child endangerment um which is a felony and basically he was meeting young girls online um and he could be sentenced to up to two years in prison for it it's basically the gist of the story it's pretty low man like- it's uncomfortably low i would say and that's like up to like it could just be like probation yeah. which is frustrating or they could um, give him a
1: fine which you can easily pay
0: he basically like was having like sexual talk online with a 15 year old girl is like the gist of it um and i don't know there's like not a lot of details out beyond that probably because it's a minor and there's you know protected laws and stuff yeah so there's not a lot of details on it um but yeah that's kind of what he's up for currently but he's had a lot of sketchy behavior in the past like he previously i don't know if you followed this whole saga with him it was really weird but basically he like fled to like Mexico and was like going under a different name and was like singing songs in Spanish and all this weird stuff he basically like started a new life because he was being sketchy with underage girls in the U.S. and basically just like fled the country and was like I'm a different person now goodbye (laughs) it's really weird like he definitely went off the deep end like I think I think this is one of those classic like child star things kind of you know yeah Um, and I'm not saying that that excuses his behavior, but I definitely think that like the Nickelodeon people in general did not fare well. I mean, let's look at Amanda Um, Bynes.
1: (laughs) Dude, poor Um, Amanda Bynes. Like she's so talented and it's a whole other
0: side of things. I know, but I feel bad for her, but Drake has definitely taken it to a creepy place. Um, and
1: see that, uh, Josh did not invite him to his wedding. Like the internet was like. very I did sad see that. about that no and i was like i, and, I did see uh, that and i absolutely I get, get it. it
0: no i absolutely get it because josh pack seems like the nicest guy like he seems like a legit dude who was like come out fairly unscathed from the whole like you know teen stardom thing so good for him but um i get why he was like distancing himself from uh drake <laughs> he probably knew <laughs> um So that's the Drake Bell story. I mean, I don't have much else to say on it other than like, he's a creepy dude and I feel like he should be up for more prison time.
1: (laughs) I just don't get why there's like the belief that like, the like sexual, like pinnacle is like super young girls who like don't know shit about sex.
0: I will never understand that. I mean, I'm a girl, so obviously I don't understand this, but like, yeah, I don't get men who are attracted to like 13 year old girls like I don't understand like on a fundamental level like what is going on there like I do not get it I think it's so creepy
1: teenagers across the board I would say are not great at sex like
0: facts like Like collectively
1: yeah yeah like
0: I just no I don't understand the obsession it's so creepy oh but I don't know. Maybe he's out something like maybe it's cause kind of like he was like a teen star and stuff. Maybe it's some sort of like messed up, like. Yeah I was thinking that too. There's something with his psyche going on there where he's like trapped as like a teenager because of that's when his stardom was and I don't know again I'm not excusing Again, I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on in his brain but probably a lot unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Yeah like I'm curious but then I'm like if I actually knew I'd probably be very disturbed.
0: Yeah I'm okay not knowing but so cool cool thank you Drake Bell Uh, very cool. (laughs) Um Next thing I want to touch on, I actually forgot to tell you about this one, but I want to touch on this real quick. So you'll go along on this journey with me. Um, Do you know who uh, Ben Zobrist is? No, he's an athlete. So I didn't think you would, but (laughs) I only, okay. I only know about this case because of Andrew. Um, So Ben Zobrist is a, um, He's an MLB player, and he played for the Cubs. Um, oh, of
1: course, like Andrew knows about it. Okay, this makes sense.
0: Yes, so he's a Cubs player. Andrew's a huge Cubs fan. Um, so Ben Zobrist, he um, he was with the Cubs when they won the World Series in 2015 and 2016. Um, he <laughs> he's had this whole messy thing for a while now. Basically, his wife was having an affair um she's like semi-famous as well she's kind of like a religious guru type they're super they're super openly religious is kind of the thing that people know about them they're like this very like religious couple or whatever um she's semi-famous in her own right and they she was having an affair they had this very messy shit go down with their relationship very publicly he basically like took time off from the cubs to like deal with his relationship and everyone's like oh damn and everyone's like dude what the fuck are you doing you know but like he took off like half the season or something for this and like it just it got weird so this all happened and then now um they are, I think, separated. I don't know. I guess they're maybe in divorce proceedings. Um, but they have a couple of kids together and now he is um suing his pastor. Oh. Who is the person who was having an affair with his wife. <laughs>
1: oh dang I was not expecting that I
0: just love it when like religious these like super religious things like backfire on people like it's just one of my like weird obsessions like these people who are like religious like self-help gurus and stuff like when their relationships just like blow up I just always think it's great so (laughs) um so he he is saying that the, their pastor was basically the one providing them marriage counseling and he was using the marriage counseling to fuck his wife <laughs> like,
1: dude i'm stunned
0: i know i know i knew, knew you would be
1: i knew you'd like this one so <laughs> well it's crazy to me is like so like i've been doing this
0: he's suing him for like three million <laughs> like, oh, <insane>. damn. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> so i went down this rabbit hole where like people i went to college with like the people who are like religion majors and become pastors like yeah they're like significant others are like significantly more attractive than they are and like always always i just like don't get it because like that's
0: how you do it because the the religious girls like if you're from that background and stuff like that's like the pinnacle is like to be like the pastor's wife or whatever so like they can score like so far out of their range it's like righteous
1: gemstones
0: Dude, it is. It's exactly. That's why all these like televangelists have like <laughs> super hot wives who are like 20 years younger than them. It's it just, yeah, it's so bizarre. It's so wild. So yeah, so he is suing the pastor for like 3 million or like something insane. He's claiming damages that like he lost like up to 8 million in like income or something for the time that he took off from his career with the cubs or whatever to like work on his relationship and all this stuff um also this pastor was like they have like a they have like a charity organization or something this pastor was like somehow involved in that as well so now he's saying that like he like defrauded the charity as well and he's like suing him for that there's like a lot to unpack you're like there's a lot going on in this but basically this pastor was very involved in this couple's life and then like he's just like his wife
1: Uh. i kind of love this pastor who's just like ah she's kind of hot i'm gonna like fuck their marriage up and like get in on that like honestly like damn dude like
0: dude i know And and then like his wife the pastor's wife filed for divorce back like last year obviously and it's just it's so messy and so great. So if you want to do a deep dive on that at any point, just Google Ben Zobrist. It's it's fascinating. <laughs> so that's my story on that. A little uh little sports corner we've got going.
1: <laughs> I did um I did hear on another podcast I had to update you on about um there's controversy in the wikifeet fandom.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah, tell us.
1: (laughs) It's actually like, for like what discourse is, is like, it's actually pretty civil and I kind of love it. But like, basically uh, they've been noticing that like people, because like there's like men and women featured on there. So it's not just like women, but like, like people who are involved in politics, like their feet scores seem to be going down. And um, there's a lot of groups who are like really opposed to it because, like, they want a purity of the foot scale. It's about the foot, it's not about the person. Like, they want to be like judging the foot, like how it is.
0: Wow. Okay. So, like, okay. so, you're really... saying people are intentionally downvoting people they don't like politically, and that's yes. like not fair. Okay.
1: So, I want to read this um, review of Hillary Clinton's feet because um, it made me laugh. Uh, it said I was expecting her feet to look much worse but honestly her feet don't look bad I'm not a fan of her politics but if I was stuck in prison and the only way out was to massage her feet I would definitely take it so that's like high esteem from this dude
0: wow yeah no that's that's fair okay I love it yes
1: so like they're trying to like politically reform and cause their skill because they want to like a very they want I want to have scales of integrity if you're gonna like if you're you know, gonna
0: have wiki, if wiki rate it women, should it should have integrity yeah you're so right
1: <laughs> you're gonna like rate women's appearance on a scale it's gotta have integrity damn it
0: come on now. <laughs> yeah like seriously that's so funny wiki seems like such a bizarre place to me because it does seem like very almost like um like weirdly wholesome and like very um Like very fact based, very organized, very like just like rational and logical on some level, which is just so funny because the content is fucking feet pictures to jerk off to, which is hilarious. So like, I, I kind of love Wiki Feet and everything they're doing for the world.
1: Yeah, I wish all corners of the internet could be so organized and discourse could be handled so like So well. well.
0: I know, so calmly, so politely. I know people should take notes, honestly. <laughs> like good for them. <laughs> oh man.
1: Uh,
0: all right. Yeah. So let's get into Thirst Corner.
1: Thirst
0: so, um I mentioned my thirst earlier briefly, but I didn't really say he was a thirst. Um, like I said, I was watching Wedding Crashers last night with Andrew. Classic movie. Really holds up. Fantastic. Um, I realized I've never talked about my thirst for Vince Vaughn on the pod, and that was a mistake and an oversight on my part. So I am so sorry. I'm here to talk about him now. Um, I love Vince Vaughn. I think he's hilarious. I think he's just a a giant, wonderful man, and I love him. Um what do I have to say about Vince Vaughn? He just seems very like snarky and sarcastic and he has got like that dry humor that I really love. Um, he's also just really fucking tall, which is fantastic. Just climb that like a tree, you know. Um, and <laughs> he just, I don't know. there's something about him that I find very attractive. I don't know what it is, but I feel like a lot of women share this thirst. I feel like this is one of those thirst that's like not a conventional thirst but that still is very common so i don't know thoughts
1: no he seems cool i mean um he dated jennifer aniston so i mean like that's a pretty high like bar i'm not like personally a fan of her but i mean like she's widely seen as like beautiful so i mean I'd, i'd say his like status of someone who's like fairly attractive is pretty solid
0: yeah yeah i think so um i really liked him in the bad season of true detective where he was just all just gritty and sad that was fantastic
1: his last his and the movies the past like 10 years have all been like gritty and sad honestly like- and i
0: i like that vibe for him from like an aesthetics standpoint but at the same time i want to see him be funny and sarcastic again
1: oh i need it's on my movie list have you seen that horror movie that he's in where he like switched bodies with like a like 15 year old no girl. Like, but i really
0: want to because it looks funny i it's on my list also i saw that it came out and i was like that looks great
1: <laughs> yeah it's like a serial killer was gonna like kill his 15 year old the girl that he like switches places <laughs> into like the soul switch it's beautiful like, i really want to see i heard good things so yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no it, i need to watch that for sure because i love him um but yeah, so that's my third corner. Um, short and sweet. I just, I, I like him a lot, so.
1: I didn't have any like main ones this week, but I got my list of like 52 year olds if you want me to like whip them out.
0: Yeah, hit those highlights. Let's go.
1: Dude, if we're on, like on a like bell curve, like we might be like at one of the peaks. Like this is like very attractive 52 people. Fifty two like,
0: is looking like a good year. Okay, damn, like,
1: <laughs> men and women. Like okay. holy shit! All right. I got a lot to read, so prepare yourself. I'm ready. We got Will Smith. We got uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Mar- Mariah Carey, Ice Cube, Hugh Jackman, and uh, we got Paul Rudd.
0: Oh, yeah Paul Rudd
1: is like vampire
0: yeah. vampire <laughs> right? he, he's in the Gwen Stefani camp like they don't age
1: I <laughs> no. got Norman Reedus Terry oh, Crews Owen Wilson from what? other oh. wedding crashers
0: oh. Oh. oh my god
1: uh Kate Blanchett who I feel like she's very underrated actually so like that's a good little mention there too
0: I I thought she was older is that bad <laughs> No, that's not like. She actually okay. I don't know. That's interesting info. <laughs> she just kind of like
1: plays whatever it seems like. Yeah. All right, we got Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. Oh my
0: God, yes. Mm. Uh,
1: Dave Bautista. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth. I mentioned her a couple weeks back. She's great. Oh, uh, Lucy Liu. She's a very underrated one.
0: Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we got Shaggy, man. Hello, Shaggy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes it wasn't me
1: <laughs> uh, uh Jason Bateman the pioneer Ooh. woman um uh, from Oklahoma shout out Oklahoma
0: oh god embarrassing okay uh
1: Terrence Howard Peter mm-hmm. Dinklage um,
0: oh okay yeah. that's a thirst we've talked about okay yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: one of my most underrated uh Naomi Watts she's uh stunning
0: wow how is she 52 that's wild
1: right Uh Damn. we got rachel ray so we're getting all the chefs on here
0: okay nice nice
1: oh renee Zellweger.
0: okay okay yeah
1: <laughs> we got tommy the clown i don't know who the fuck tommy who the is clown. tommy the
0: clown i don't I like don't it
1: uh jillian anderson from the x-files
0: okay wow
1: then uh we have tracy morgan and Probably, like, it's at the bottom of this list, but I would think it actually ranks higher for you, Brendan Fl- Frazier.
0: Fuck. Yes, he should be number one. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay, I think we have peaked on the bell curve. I can't imagine a more stacked lineup than what you just said. I mean, That's damn. pretty
1: high marks across the board for, like, no, everyone. Yeah.
0: Damn. Like, yeah, that's too much. Wow. I don't even know what to say.
1: I don't either. I thought like by like we were gonna like go like we we're gonna. They're all looking. Stuff, no, they're all no. looking
0: so good, except for Kate Blanchett, who I definitely will just always picture as like I don't know, like a sixty-year-old woman. I I don't know. I, I don't know what age she is. She could be twenty. She could be seventy. I have no idea.
1: It's just because she's a good actress and she just kind of does whatever. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. she plays like all different ages and it's confusing to me. Um. But wow, everyone else is looking really good. Yeah. Damn.
1: Is there like a top out of all like top three out of all those?
0: You know I'm team Brendan Fraser for life. You yeah. know I am. Okay. Um Peter Dinklage is another one looking looking fine. Um gosh, you said someone in the middle there where I was like, oh shit. Oh, Dave Grohl.
1: Yeah, right? yeah, Dave Grohl. Yeah. Good option.
0: That I'd say those would be like my top three. Yeah.
1: I'd there probably someone, go. There
0: was someone else you said that I can't remember who I was like, ooh, but yeah
1: yeah there's just honestly like so many there's people too, that many. Like, <laughs> too many
0: good ones yeah
1: Um oh, let's wow. see i'd probably go uh naomi watts lucy Liu, and then um paul rudd and actually <clears throat> paul rudd came up another place for me this week okay because it was the last week of conan o'brien doing like the weekly late right, night yeah. host yeah. and paul rudd stopped by and it was absolutely magical like i like loved it so much he was so funny he did his little like bit where he like introduced the wrong clip and he's so yes
0: good at it. yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was on there with uh Bill Hader and uh
0: oh, my king
1: Bill Hader and him were talking about this fake sketch on Saturday Night Live that they were in and like Paul Red kept going on and on he's like well we actually have the clip and I'll show it and then he showed the same stupid one from Mac and me. And yes. it actually kind of got me because I was like, oh, like they're having this banter. like They're talking about this clip. I'm kind of excited. And then like, he trolled me. He got me. I was like, oh, oh Paul, you rascal.
0: So good. So good. No, he's great. And he just truly does not age. It's absolutely insane. It's horrifying. Yeah, it is. But I think he's got him. the Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Um,
1: Plenty, uh, random stuff you got this week. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I got a few things. Um you you may have asked yourself at some point in your life, or maybe not, what's the biggest bed that I could possibly buy for my home? Um
1: This actually came up today for me. So
0: Really? Fantastic. Yeah. I <laughs> this comes up for me and Andrew a lot. We're like, what's the biggest bed we could possibly buy? <laughs> um, and how many dogs could we fit into said bed with us? Um so this led us to do some research the other night. So we were looking up different bed sizes. Found a really handy chart. I will post it in the um, the key visuals for this episode. Um, the the biggest bed in terms of like just sheer like scale size is an Alaskan king. It is. Let me get the measurements here for you. One hundred and eight inches by 108 inches so it is a just massive square so in terms of like scale bed just like getting bigger an alaskan king is as big as you can go
1: so it's nine, nine feet by nine feet basically? yes
0: essentially it's insane oh. it is huge it's the size of a room like it is so big and i want it um and I bring this up because people are always like, oh, I want like a California king or whatever. People say that that's like the biggest bed. It's not. I just want to tell everyone it's not. So a California king is actually narrower than a regular king. It's just longer. So when people say they want a California king, I'm like, I'm sorry, are you like eight feet tall? Like, you don't need that. Like, no one needs that. So people who are aiming for a California king dream bigger is all I'm saying. There no, is- that
1: actually does not comp with the biggest bed that I've seen.
0: Oh my God, what?
1: So this is how this came up today. I was reviewing like there was like a like pics of like old MTV Cribs episodes. Yes. And that's why I sent you the one where it was like DJ Khaled bragged about how he had a shower so big he could like fit 30 people
0: inside. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which like that's I don't really, like that that's upsetting that's a, to me
1: that's a really weird brag I don't know why you'd weird that flex but okay
0: I know and like how do you know 30 people specifically like how do you know that
1: <laughs> and so they came to Shaq's bed which like okay like to okay. be fair Shaq is a big man but like he could easily fit on that Alaskan king-sized bed you said like nine feet by nine feet he's like yeah. seven foot one like that's perfectly like good for him oh no he He's got a bed that measures 15 feet by 30 feet. What? Yeah, and also, like, to top it all off, his sheets that he has on the bed is a giant Superman symbol.
0: That's insane. Yeah. Did he get? He he had to have gotten it, like custom made though, because like you Probably. can't like buy that. So I was looking at like. St- more or less like standard sizes of bed that you could buy like out in the world. But actually they're hard to find. I was trying to look at like where to buy an Alaskan king and they're actually hard to find. Um, But the ones that are like readily available are um, like you can get California king, regular king. And then it goes up to, there's a Wyoming king. There's a Texas king. There's an Alberta king. There's an extra wide king. There's a super wide king. And there's a family bed so they're all slightly different in like length versus width so it just kind of depends what you're looking for um the family bed is interesting because it's literally just like two king beds basically smashed together so it's like really wide but it's not no. like super long. So it's kind of just like, you could just sleep a bunch of people next to each other. I don't um, like the
1: term family bed. Like,
0: It's for people who like do like co-sleeping or whatever, where like all of their kids just like get in the bed with them. Like, yeah, it's definitely bizarre. I, like it. no. I know it's a thing though. Um, but yeah, I I just really want an Alaskan King now, so I just wanted to share that with everyone. So I'll post the visual, like I said, so y'all can see and you know uh, create your dream bed wish list or whatever as well. <laughs> nice. Um, and then my last thing that I want to touch on <laughs> is, I think we should do something with the pod, sort of like a book club. But there's no reading, because fuck reading. Um, It's going to be a watch-along club.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, I know what you're saying.
0: (laughs) There's a show that Netflix just announced that's coming out called Sexy Beasts. And it is where they do this wild, like, these masks and makeup and stuff. Basically, that makes people look like furries. Um, So you're completely disguised from, like, a facial standpoint. And then they go on like blind dates with people and see if just their personalities like make them like fall in love or whatever. Um, It sounds absolutely bizarre. Um, Someone said it's basically a hybrid of the masked singer and love is blind, which is like entirely accurate. Um, It premieres July 21st. So you don't have to start right away. You can watch the little teaser trailer out now um, and get ready. But I just want everyone to mentally prepare for the fact that we will be doing a watch along. If you're um, if you're interested, watch the show. We will discuss on the pod, and um, we'll all just be disturbed together. So you can, um, Joe, you can hop on board if you want, or this can just be my thing. It's really up to you. <laughs>
1: I'm probably gonna like hop on board. Um, I think
0: you've gotta. I think we've just gotta see what happens here. <laughs> the only thing I heard
1: that was like a little disappointing is apparently like all the people under the mask are like super hot.
0: So, I mean, yeah, that's the disappointing part is that I wish. I wish it was just like a mix where so it really was random. Like if you're truly falling in love with them for their personality or not. But I feel like if you're hot and you know that everyone else on the on there's hot underneath, you're just gonna be like, haha, yeah, I love them, whoever they are, knowing that they're hot. So it's kind of like a safety net, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I I'm still excited to watch. It sounds trashy and amazing, so can't wait to get into it. <laughs> this is gonna be our uh, our, our summer. Our, our summer book club series <laughs> oh man
1: yeah I don't know why Netflix thought they needed this or we needed this or anyone needed this but uh okay great thank you why
0: does Netflix do anything that they do honestly like <laughs> dude, I just it's... want to look at them and be like why are you like this like
1: <laughs> yeah I feel like the same person green lights like the next david fincher movie and then it's like oh yeah sexy beast let's throw that in there too
0: dude i know it's like it's just one one little team sitting around like a conference room that's like yep that looks good yep we've got some oscar bait there fantastic all right and this obscure dating show let's do it (laughs) so upsetting (laughs) all right well i guess that about wraps it up then um so yeah, I don't know. Um, key takeaway, get excited to watch Sexy Beasts.
1: <laughs> should I go on there? Like, should I like be a Sexy Beast?
0: I think, yeah, I think that ship has sailed already, but maybe for like season two, maybe you can already apply. We should look into it.
1: We should. I'd have that fun. That would be the
0: ultimate, like, podcast content is if you went on like a reality dating show can you imagine we could do like i've a tell- thought about <laughs> it
1: just because of like that'd be really funny but then God. i'm just also like yeah let's do like reality. a tell-all
0: afterwards it'd be amazing i just want them to bring back like the really bad dating shows from like the early 2000s on mtv like i want them to bring yes. back like next more than next anything the best i want the next bus to come back <laughs> i need it <laughs>
1: What was the one? I can't remember the name, but it'd be like the parents didn't like the boyfriend and girlfriend. Parental control. Yeah, that (laughs) was
0: great. (laughs) Um, and the the trashy like current girlfriend or whatever would be like I hate these parents fuck them like my boyfriend loves me like he's gonna stay with me and then like they'd be like at the end like they would have picked this amazing girl for him or whatever and he's like nah I'm still gonna stick with my girl and she's like fuck you parents like oh my god so it was the trashiest so good so so good I know like
1: I I it makes me so sad that like the evolution of mtv was like music videos to like really trashy but funny dating shows to like now it's just like pregnant women and like jersey shore like I, it really, like, know, took a like, dive. I
0: can't even imagine I don't even know what's on MTV at this point I don't even know if MTV still exists I guess it does but I have no idea what what sort of content they're showing these days
1: it's literally still Teen Mom and Jersey Shore like it hasn't fucking changed in like 10 years like that's like, really upsetting yeah
0: <laughs> bring back next I need mm-hmm. like an MTV renaissance like I want next I want parental control I want date my mom like I want all of it I need it Dude, wow. Did
1: you ever, have you ever seen like MTV history of the MTV movie awards? No. They were actually like kind of legit back in the day like Pulp Fiction and like Seven used to win there like it used <laughs> to be like the really good movies and now it turned into like all the Twilight and all the Twi- Transformer movies and it's like oh it's really sad like <laughs>
0: it's really upsetting
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: oh my god just always I always think of that line from um from like the fake movie trailer at the beginning oh Tropic Thunder oh yeah you know I'm going with this oh Tropic Thunder and it's got Tobey Maguire in it and Teen Choice Award Best Kiss Winner Tobey Maguire So good.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. I wish like he would put that on like his LinkedIn profile. That should, or be, it should be his
0: claim to fame. It should. I love it. you get like the uh, what what do you get for for that? What what was the little award? Was it like a, it's like a man? moon man? Yeah, it's yeah, a the moon, MTV man moon Man. I love it. Which one was the uh the surfboard? Was that the the Teen Choice Awards?
1: i don't know let me look this up there was one where
0: you got like a like a fucking surfboard i think it was the i want to say it was like the nickelodeon well that was like a little
1: slime or like the logo
0: teen choice awards or something i don't know for a while there was one where you literally got like a surfboard i'm pretty sure and it was amazing because people would just be like cool thanks."
1: yeah Team Choice Awards I found it it's yes. Chris Evans with a giant surfboard
0: yes I knew it I knew it <laughs> see how ridiculous is that they're just like here's a surfboard enjoy <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> I kind of
1: like that at least it's useful it's like so you know extra
0: and so funny I just oh man I love it okay that's beautiful all right well on that note <laughs> peace and blessings y'all peace and blessings bye